episode 116 of the Inside Jogging Podcast. Thanks for tuning in for another week and giving us your attention for the next hour or so. A couple of races to cover this week with news from the London Cross Country, plus half marathons in York, Farnborough and Santa Pola. But before all of that, in a week which saw the return of the Love Island all-star cast, let me welcome to the show a man who, much like Messi Mitch, left a tale of destruction behind him in Santa Pola this weekend and actually saw uh, a member of the opposite sex Face plant the floor in despair. How's life in Spain, Josh? It's very good, actually. I, I'm quite pleasing to see how bad the weather is in the UK because it's been very nice here the last few days. I think we're up to 24 degrees. The key, and no, no wind. The key to um, succeeding in the weather in the UK, just don't go outside. You don't notice it. You must, you're probably doing all right, then. Yeah, solid. Anyway, let me welcome my co-host this evening, who, if you call the members of the Love Island Z-List celebs, it probably makes sense to call this man a Z-List influencer, at best. How's a TikTok account coming on, Shane, Um, Yep, it's going well. What, what we're doing, the new TikTok strategy, is leave uh, as many days into 2024 without posting, you know, just so all of the 10 followers are waiting in anticipation for new content. Mm. Is that what you learn in your business courses? Um, we've not hit the TikTok module yet. Okay, fair enough. Right, let's talk some running. Um, Josh, are you ready to talk for your week? Because I suspect you're the one who's done the most running again. So yeah, Monday. Monday was 15th of January. Um, so went out in the morning, did 10 miles. Uh, had a few guys, actually. So me, Josh Griffiths, Charlie Brisley, and then Dowie. Um, so yeah, 10 miles, 6.14s. Actually, I told myself, basically, I keep getting little goblins commenting on my Strava, so I'm not going to mention pace anymore because it seems to upset people so much. I've, uh, I went private on Strava, so... I've just looked, I've just gone on. I, you know, every week I pull up Strava to, to help Josh out. Gone on there and I'm like, he's gone. He's yeah. Gone so... Josh. I basically had people comment on my run like five days in a row. Well, so, maybe that shows that the, um, well, let's say the right opinion is you're doing something maybe a bit odd. Or maybe Klaus is bitter that he doesn't coach for anymore. Um, yeah, I've been talking to Matthew Klaus. He, um, he messaged me yesterday. He's coming to Stanford in, in February. So still not entirely sure why. But on a meeting for a coffee, so we'll have a good catch up about you, Josh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tuesday I did fourteen, so ten of them were with Dowie. That's very nice. I commented on this one. My head is getting quite sweaty now. I've shaved it. Then Wednesday I went out with uh, Charlie, or as we like to call him now, King Charles. Um, so did six in the morning, and then did the same in the evening. But I was just on my own. Do you know the best thing about running out of here? I left at 6.04 and it was pretty much light still when I got back. Not light, but it wasn't dark. So I could still run on the trail, which was nice. Then uh, Thursday, so I did three-mile warm-up and did 
basically 16k of in and outs um if you're on your laptop Aaron, you might have to help me out with a split so Mate, I'm, I'm... you've gone private. We've just discussed oh, yeah. it. I can't see it. Anyway, okay. the, well, thing with, the thing with Josh is, if you want to you know, get around the strata of privacy, is if you're old school like me and connected with Josh on Garmin back in about 2007, you can actually still see his runs. So I'll go on there, Josh, while you speak. Shite. I, I can actually, I forgot about Garmin. I follow about two people on here. And Josh, <laughs> all right, let's go. So, back. I've got my split. So, um, yeah, the aim was kind of 321 to 323s on the offs and sort of 39 to 311 on the ons. So, I think the idea is 103% of marathon pace and 97% of marathon pace. So, I went 322, 307, 322, 309, 323, 310, 321, 37. 325, 39, those two were a little bit windy. Uh, 322, 37, 2209, 24, So yeah, I was pretty pleased with that. Um, I did that in the Rebels as well. Uh, and then just did three mile warm, warm down afterwards. Then Friday... Wait, was, that, was that the one where you, you uploaded an Instagram reel? Yes, that's right. But I've got two things on that. One... Um, you you you're moving. You look great when you're moving. Two, when did he film you? Because your face looked fucked. No, do you know what? It's it. What I said this to Josh. It had nothing to do with the effort. It's because the sun was in my eyes and the sweat was dripping in my eyes as well. So I, if you actually look, it's more my eyes. I can't really see. Um, it was the last rep. I oh, know it was probably two second. The second last rep uh, on the hard ones. Um, what I was, what I wanted to do, I was going to wait until you said you dropped like, like a, a two fifty five because you felt good, and I was going to hammer you for it. But no, 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 I didn't. Were quite sensible. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what? I thought I was going to have a tailwind on the last couple, but I think it was just a, quite a strong crosswind. So what I thought was a headwind going out wasn't really, and it was a little bit of a crosswind both ways. But the... you'll, hear about, you'll hear about wind when you get to Marion Aaron's week. Yeah, I mean by. Yeah, it was probably like eight mile an hour wind. Um, <laughs> Dream. So just, just what were the what were the paces meant to be again? Uh, I think three, three nine to three eleven. Hundred and three and hunt and what? Uh, hundred. I think it's meant to be one hundred three and ninety seven. Right. I think. So, I'm just trying to from that. I'm just trying to see if I can work out um what your what you think your marathon pace is um. It's the same as last year, so I would assume it's probably around 2.14-ish, I guess. 2.14.30, maybe? So, 3.13 a K, 103%, so quicker than marathon pace would be 3.07, and 97% would be 3.19. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit different then. Yeah. I just see it. I'm just um, trying to. I, I've never, yeah, I've never tried to work it out. To be fair, but um, so yeah. So Friday, I did uh, eight miles with uh, James Lawler because he was here for the weekend doing Santa Polar. Then uh, on Saturday, I did. Uh, so basically, I, I think I said last week, I we sort of decided I wasn't going to race. Um, I was sort of just going to do it as a bit of a session. So I did ten miles. Uh, 
on the uh, Saturday there and some strides after. Then for the race, um, basically they asked me sort of, or Stu sort of said the day before, the lead women want to run about three tens. And I was like, uh, that actually probably works quite well for me. So I was planning on doing 10 miles at that and then trying to pick up until about half an hour before the start. And the organizer took me to the lead women and was like, oh, this guy's going to pace you 310 to 312 most of the way or like all of the way. I was like, not sure I've agreed to that, but OK. Um, so anyway, we yeah got going, had a group of probably three women that came with me um and the splits were reasonably i thought reasonably all right we had 5k split i think we went 15 59 and then we were would have been 31 53 i think it was um and then the lead woman so basically she broke away from the other two um and she kind of kept she saw she couldn't speak english she just kept saying sorry every time she kicked me which was quite frequently um and she came alongside me and i said do you want to go faster she didn't say anything and i was like pace i was like is it okay didn't just didn't say anything so i was like well we're going faster then so that basically broke the group up because there was quite a lot of guys just leeching off the women which really frustrates me it was like this guys at the beginning at the front of this group i was like it's clear that i'm pacing them it's like in trying to take the race in line like in front of all the women I'm like fuck off like, do you know what i mean it just really frustrates me um but yeah that, that happened throughout the race to be honest anyway we so basically it was me and the the lead woman um and there's quite a few speed bumps on the course to be honest and i probably pointed 15 of them out one of the ones i didn't point out she ran straight into didn't see it and her legs like crumbled beneath her unbelievably ross braden was at the same point slow-mo videoing and happened to catch it on camera because i was basically i finished i went to say to josh i was like she fucking stacked it and johnny collier was like ross caught it on camera i was like there's no way he's somehow managed to stand there but yeah he did so um at that point i actually felt a little bit bad and i was like i probably should stop and wait for her so she got up she was a little bit shaken and i was like well i feel bad because this was like nine nine point something miles and i was like i can't really just go on drop her now at 10 miles i feel i'd feel a bit bad because she was she was definitely slowing so anyway i just ran with her to the finish um and the effort felt fine actually it, it wasn't wasn't too bad at all um there were a few points in i thought i hope she doesn't want to go much faster um so yeah so i mean it would have been interesting to see if i picked up what i could have picked up too but uh we ran 65 i mean on, on my watch was 65 57 i think they gave us 59 but um that includes a few seconds waiting for her to to pick herself up uh and then i had uh, i tried to do a cool down and i had some caffeine before i was not in a good way so i did 0 0.5 miles and about 20 minutes in the portaloo three four, three fantastic, or four times fantastic cool down love it oh so, i couldn't run i couldn't move <laughs> so i mean how'd you come out of that race are you are you confident for seville what, what's your thoughts now on on the actual marathon i wouldn't say i'm confident but uh i don't feel as in a bad place as i probably did two weeks ago uh, i think what will more likely happen is i'll probably just slightly adjust 
my expectation of the race, but I've got a one or two sessions before um, Seville, which will probably be quite key ones. So we'll see how they go and uh, yeah, probably adjust based on that. Now, it would also be remiss of me not to just question a few bits of the week. Um, I think it was, was it Tuesday you did 14 mile and you just skipped over it in your in your little rundown of that week. So you did 14 mile, I think, at like 5.50 average, but the majority of it was at 5.40. Was that purposely quicker or are you still calling that one an easy one? It was just with Dowie. You know, the last few months, your your race efforts have been a little bit slower than they have been, let's say, a year ago or more. Yeah, um, but I, I would also say, if you look at my training, my sessions haven't been aiming for that. The goal has always been Seville. So there's yeah, always I, been... I get that. And, and obviously, we'll, you know, you'll find out in, in I, four weeks. You. you think four. Tuesday was bad last week? Oh, let's wait till next week's show. That was probably probably too. I will say that was probably. Too I've just fast. gone on it five thirty two average, and that's not the splits for fourteen miles. Stay so tuned next week. So I, had that, day, I had a rough day at work. So is that honestly? When you no, running... the last the last few hours I was probably running too hard. The first few I felt yeah, that's fine. Are you ch so? Were you with? Were you chatting on that? No, I just went on my own. Okay, I I, I see how you can run quick on your own. The one I struggle with is when you're with other people. Like, if I'm running, I said it. I, I, I think the thing is, it, you get used to it. That is, the, if you look at my run yesterday, my first mile was five forty nine. I wasn't trying to run fast. I just put my shoes on and went out the door. There you go. Well, how how long to Seville? Uh, three and a half weeks from today. So you've what probably got three big sessions left. Two. Um. I definitely got one this weekend. Uh, Thursday, actually, this week is just sort of a, it's probably more of a steadier run. Um, then next week, I think I've got four by 5K. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think the thing is as well, I know I missed a couple of sessions. So that's kind of the main thing on my mind. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I think that that's not bad, though, because missing like a couple of sessions is it's such a small piece of what, you, what you do in a build up to a marathon if if missing a session in, impacts your marathon then you've trained one all it really does is impact confidence so i suppose if you have some yeah i think i think you're confident right, over these last sessions then you know actually what you've missed is kind of irrelevant how yeah i think how's your achilles more importantly fine i think the biggest thing with my achilles is changing the shoes i think that's made a massive difference do, do you think running in the rebels? Do you think that's helped? Um, I I can only really I can only really answer that how they felt the first time versus how they feel now. I've only since I've been out in Spain, I've worn carbon shoes twice. Once was on Sunday, and once was when I did the session the week before. You know the twenty four miler. Um, everything else I've done in rebels, and I think it probably. It, it must strengthen my calf somewhat, but I also think my minor shoes don't aggravate my Achilles. And I think the shoes I was wearing before probably didn't, uh, didn't help that. So I've, I've not had any issues at all. Um, I can go straight out the door and not warm up and it's fine. 
what's the buy of the shoe? Ten eighties, New Balance. Yeah, I've been wearing yeah, ten eighties. And that's what I've been I, I I've literally only been wearing ten eighties or rebels. Um, and I've only worn the rebels for the session, so that's still the same one as you bought weeks ago. I've got three pairs. Okay. Uh, it's good to know because I don't want people thinking you can bang out nine hundred miles and still be No, good. I think I probably did five hundred miles in a pair. Yeah, that's not nine hundred though, is it? No, no. Um cool. I think that's it. No more. Oh, what I was going to say is, so you still think carbon shoes for race though, don't you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Where are they coming from, Josh? Aaron's sending me some. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, yeah, I've paid for the postage. I actually haven't put them in the post yet. But the so Josh asked me if I had any spare race shoes in an eight and a half. I went down to my shoe cupboard the other night. And I've got two brand new Alpha Flies, one's eight and a half. One's been worn, actually, I think, for eight or nine miles on the treadmill. I've got a pair of size nines that's been worn for one run outside. I've got a pair of Vaporfly 3s that have been worn once on the treadmill. I've got a brand new pair of Vaporfly 2s. I've got five carbon race shoes that are new. So You don't run. I don't think... So when Josh said, have you got one spare? I was like, I think so, mate. I think you have one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, the, the reason I, I was sort of was saying it is basically I was panicked about it. I don't really like the Vaporfly 3. I wanted, I would probably have worn the Vaporfly 2, um, but you can't get hold of them in, at the minute. They just, you can't buy them anywhere. I don't like the Alpha Fly 2. So, and I didn't get any of the Alpha Fly 3 because um, people wanted to wear them for 5Ks. So, the option was, has anyone gone Alpha Fly One, or Panic, or, or the Adios, uh, not the Adios, the the Adidas Pro Three, which was probably the next step. I mean, we could put it out there to listeners. Anyone who knows of a UK eight and a half and an Alpha Fly Three, send it Josh's yeah, way. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy them. I'll buy them off you at um, a premium. Yeah, yeah, he's paying me. What is it? Two eighty for Alpha Fly One. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shane, let's go into your week before I ask Josh any more questions. Um, just just whilst I load that, I've got a question for you, Aaron. Um, don't ask me questions. Before before you post Josh's trainers, you're going to leave a little turd in there or something? <laughs> nah, Josh's request was actually nearly as, as bad, so... <laughs> Here I go. Yeah, I'm trying to keep to a, a basic week. Uh, basic week for basic lad so Monday I did 10 miles plus hills hill sprints incline sprints whatever you want to call them Tuesday I did 9 miles now actually um, I, I I stopped my watch like halfway through this run so I had to later on in the week get someone else to add me to their run and I went for Ronnie's watch because it's normally uh, it's normally quite generous so Bank some extra miles in there from his cheat watch. Nine miles at 7.20. Lovely pace. I thought he's got a Garmin like you lot. He's He's got a 2.45, yeah. It's just every time I run with Ronnie, and it was the same when I used to run with him before, like his watch would always be like way ahead of mine. I was so jealous. Odd, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's, that's GPS error for you. Uh, Wednesday we went out to Sudbrook 
um on the, the magic loop again. So um Tom did a just a straight tempo and Ronnie and I aren't quite uh up his level yet. So my plan was to do three by ten minutes at the pace Tom runs for for like fifty or sixty minutes. Um and I managed that. So it was very, very, very cold. Very cold. I did the session in tights and my hamstrings were so cold by the end of it. Um and I think we, we did it like I think we started at like like half three or four or something. And by the time we finished, it, it was that night it dropped to like minus seven here. It was so cold. Um but I did each of my 10 minute reps, I did 521 pace. 519 pace and 521 pace. And my heart rate was lower than I expected. Um, I thought it was going to be much higher, but the effort was still quite high. So that was probably closer to my second threshold. Um, so just go on your heart rate. You're using what? Garmin strap? Yeah. yeah, Garmin, uh, the, the heart rate pro plus strap. And what, what are you trying to do with your heart? What are you looking for in terms of a value? Uh, to be honest, I'm just trying to look to see if it stabilises during the reps. Uh, um, 10 minutes is about long enough where you could probably do that for. Um, but to be honest, when I when I was actually running, I had no intention of checking my heart, like as in looking at my heart rate. I was just going to run at that effort. And I was going to sort of analyse afterwards. But obviously it's freezing cold, so that might have lowered heart rate a little bit as well. Because, I mean, it I did find it quite tough. That last rep, I, I did struggle a little bit. Um, so yeah, I was just it was just having you know, a conversation about heart rate, and you know, typically, if I want someone to work at heart rate, it's it's you can't. I kind of give them a, a max value to not go over, um, but I don't really want them massively looking at it. I want them to sort of just try and get a number and hold it like you said and for it to stabilize and not really go far either way but often people always try and take that to the extreme don't they so if you gave them i don't know let's say 165 to 170 you'll find they will run at 170 um i would never do that <laughs> so um but yeah i th i think it's 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 an area that people don't fully understand because you kind of got to know what your, your value is for threshold as well, haven't you? But yeah, yeah, but and this is the thing as well. I mean, I'm still going off um what my thresholds were, and the last time I think I got them tested, it was years ago. So mine might not even be correct. And also, it's if you read on the internet what you're meant to do, it's it's just a bit mind-boggling. But I think well, like I've got in my head values that I'm comfortable with, and I. I monitor that against the pace I'm running and against the effort that it feels. And if they all match up in a line and it tells me a story, if they don't, then it tells me a different story. So um, you, you find um, that your heart rate's high when you're unfit as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. And this is the thing as well. Like, how do I word this? If I was, if I was fit, I would find three by 10 minutes at my second threshold quite a difficult session when i'm unfit it's hard but it's not awful 
Um, so I think there is an element of the quicker you get, it's not always relative. Does that make sense? What about um, difference in morning and evening? Do you notice a difference? Uh, not really, apart from on some morning runs, my heart rate is very low. And I think it's because I've not woken up yet. It's so just I when, I, when I used to try and do sessions in the morning, I could never, let's just say my threshold was 168. It was difficult to hit 168. But then in the evening, if I did the same session, I'd hit it all right and sort of go to 170. I just always found it hard to get the same effort or the same heart rate in the morning. Has he gone now? Yeah, I never try and train early in the morning. Yeah, we, we know that. Um, um, can you hear me? Time. Yeah, I can hear you, but you're, you're just, just about keeps freezing. Yeah, I've turned my camera off because the internet died. Hang Shane's on. turned his camera off and he's gone back 15 years to his his picture with when he's got hair. Um, so, Wednesday, recovery run. Um, 45 minutes, uh, nice and easy, 7.16 pace. Um, now, on what we've done is we had looked at the weather forecast for the weekend and seen it was absolutely horrific. Um, obviously, 50, up to 50 mile an hour winds. And the rule in Lincoln is, um, is double it. So I was like, don't fancy that. So actually, uh, me, Tom and James got out on Friday night and did a two-hour long run. That's honestly the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't... Uh, I think it was It was fueled. The motivation was the fact that um, we knew it would be even more disgusting on Saturday or Sunday. So, but, you know, just an easy long run and... I didn't feel too bad on it. I had my head torch on, went down the uh, down washy path, which was very dirty because it's been on, underwater for quite a while. Um, Do you know what I think the worst thing about that run is? What? You did two hours with a head torch? That sounds absolutely horrific. To be fair, my head, by the end of it, felt it, it wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> um, Good head torch, though. Uh. But yeah, again, two hours of a head torch or two hours running around crappy streets where everyone else is off to the pub. Uh, I, tried, I tried to set you up for your joke that you you told on Strava and say there was lots of debris on the on the path. No, oh, I couldn't hear you. Too too busy talking through my enthusiastic running week. Are you going to finish the joke off for me? Yeah, it's because there was an explosion at the cheese factory. Good, right. <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty oh, good. Okay. Last ten, last last ten minutes, I popped, and yeah, I nailed a load of quality street when I get in, even the ones I don't like because I was absolutely ruined. But what I'll pace did you run, Shane? A six fifty three. Um, but the last couple of miles were probably quite a bit outside seven because I was proper hanging. Um. I feel like you've done a Josh Lunt here because I've got you've run with two people. So Hang James, on a second. James James has done seventeen miles at six fifty eight. Yeah. Tom's done seventeen point three at six fifty six. Yeah. Shane's done seventeen point five seven at six fifty three. So that means 
in the point six to point three, he's not been running with those two. He's absolutely battered it to get that average down. Well, okay. So actually, we I started from mine, and they started from Netlam, which is and a you were late. This is no, I was early actually. I had in a I had in a bush to scare them. Um, so my first mile, my first two miles were absolutely lovely. I had a huge backwind and I was downhill. So I banked a couple of six forties in there wow. early days. Um, but then also I think Tom and James said James was battered as well. So I don't know what their like 17th mile was, but uh mine was six fifty six and honestly I thought I was running like six minute mile and I was hanging. Um but yeah, got back feeling smug, long run done on a Friday thinking, ah, oh, I can bank a rest day and still hit 70 miles. Then I worked out and I realised I couldn't do that. I still needed 15 miles. So I was then really, really, really upset. So on Saturday, I kept putting off going for a run. Um, I'd actually got all my work done like, quite early for once. Um, but got out for a run, um, made the most of some frozen fields and got on one of my favourite loops or favourite routes. So I did... Uh, I don't know, an hour 16 at 7.12 pace, 10.6 miles. Sunday. Um, I can't. Like, I got out for a run. He's sort of imp- it's, it's implied that he's got out in the morning. He said frozen fields. Never. He started, he started his run at 12.59, people. Lunch run. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Living, living the dream, mate. Running yeah. at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Wow. Wait till my week. Oh, well, be quick. Um, Sunday, I didn't run anyway. I, I, I felt horrific. Uh, I was so tired. And then I woke up. Uh, so I played squash in the morning as well. And I, I mean, I'm not good anyway, but I was, even by my standards, absolutely atrocious. Is this, so your, is this your morning workout on Shriver? That's what? my morning workout. I wanted to I wanted to see what it was like doing squash. You got 0.02 miles in 43 minutes. Good that. Covering hey. the ground well. My heart rate was interesting. Uh, you can tell I didn't try on my last game. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, um, so yeah, still still got sixty, just under sixty five miles in for the week. Uh, so I was quite happy with that, uh, with the rest day. But on a slightly more serious note, I, th- I think I'm going to need to keep a rest day in, um, at least for quite a while because I really for, needed for that. body that stress off of fatigue. Sorry. Is that for what like you're stressing your body or fatigue? I think I think I think it's fatigue. I I think that was on the long run. Like I think I just like had a, almost like a delayed hangover from it. It was horrible. Um. So and until that starts to not happen, I think I'll just keep a rest day in. Um. Yeah. Sensible in it. It is. All right. Shall I quickly rattle through my short week? Go on um, then. So I continued the theme of doing four runs a week, I think. Um, Monday, mm-hmm. I'd done the long run the day before, so I was a bit tired starting out. I got out in the afternoon, so I was going to finish the run at the nursery. Mm-hmm. And I said to Jenny, I'd meet her at 10 past five at the nursery, which would have given me 75 minutes to do 10 miles. Um, I I mean, it's, it's a bit nicer now. It's staying, at least it's staying light till about 20 to five, isn't it? So... Got most of it done the light around Burley. Um, started out okay. I just looked at the splits and then it, I 
just got slower. So I, I average nine miles, seven oh sevens. Um yeah, Josh just put in the chat seventy five minutes is fourteen miles, not ten. Um yeah, nine miles, seven oh sevens, but was starting to ache at the end of that run and yeah, I could I could, I had time to do enough mile, but I didn't want to. So just did the nine. Um then the week started to go to pot. Tuesday, Wednesday <laughs> was no run. Um Why? uh I mean you won't believe it when I say I've just been busy. <laughs> no, I think I think I will. Go on. But <laughs> I'm busy at work. <laughs> okay, that yeah, you're never worries. busy at work. I am. Um so Thursday I tried to get my running going again. Um got out at lunchtime for for eight miles, seven elevens. Nothing too memorable about this one to be like oh i must have met steve i met steve ram steve he's not uploaded strava so ram steve on thursday um friday no run so saturday this is when i did my long run in the afternoon so so sam messaged me and said did he couldn't run till about two so we arranged that. We'd seen the weather on Sunday was was awful, like Shane said. So we did um, 13.1 miles at 6.56s for 90 minutes. Um, got a nice little tailwind on the on the way back, which was nice. But, I mean, it, it, it's, it's definitely not hilly. I'm just going to go into the run and actually see what the elevation is. I mean, you go up for the start. I mean, it's 551 feet, so it's not really hilly, but... Well done on your second fastest time on hair coursing gypsies segment. I have no idea where that is. I'll have to look at that later. Um, it's quite a long segment as well, 840. Um, <laughs> so I I went into Sunday and was going to try and do a, a double I was so sore. So Sunday morning, it actually, the wind wasn't as bad at 9am as it said it was going to be. Um, it didn't really start at about 11, did it? 11-ish? No, yeah. The 45 minutes was fine from conditions point of view, but my legs were battered. So I did six and a half miles, 704s, 45 minutes. Um, and that's my week and it's terrible. So I was going to try and prove it this week, but it's not going well either. Um, it, it was it was terrible, but it's still your biggest week this year, mate. So yeah, so um, I I I have a a plan of sorts. Uh, I think Copenhagen is not going to happen because I I I I will go out and I might pace you boys because I feel like I can get fit, but I don't think. Um, I can't pace you, Josh. No, Shane and Tom. No. Um, I think I'm better off trying to get, spend the next 15, 14, 15 weeks, 12, whatever it is, getting 10K fit, trying to get back under 31 minutes of 10K, and then try and roll over that fitness during when the next baby comes along. And 
if I want to target a marathon at Valencia, say, then I do that. I just think it's just too much of a stretch to to try and chase Copenhagen. What about do you know uh, what, Aaron? I agree with you. I, 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 do. I, I do too. What about doing the half marathon at Copenhagen and then you've maybe got an option that you could either pace us or you yeah. could do the half? Copen the half is in autumn, is it not? No, I think there's one the same day, isn't there? I think so, yeah. Or no, no, I don't well, know. I heard, oh, I heard I that. Am I, am I wrong? No, it's on your entry. When you're entering the elite, it asks you if you're half. That's what's confusing. So oh, the... okay. But I I do think that's what I want to do. I want to try and run with you boys, maybe, yeah, halfway, 25k. Well, yeah, it's good. Well, you can, you can go to maybe um, 10 miles with Tom, uh, give yourself five, 10 minute rest and then finish with me. I've got the whole thing in with you. Yeah. And Aaron, if you uh, if you need nutrition, my drink should still be out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I um I've actually got a three K time trial on Saturday. <laughs> that sounds a uh, horrific. You're gonna break ten. I I'm I'm not convinced. <laughs> so uh, Aaron, I have a question for you. Is there any further news on the coaching situation? Well, yeah, he set me a three k time trial on Saturday. Who? Okay. who? Are you gonna Are you gonna announce who? Uh, can I announce it? I, I I probably can. So it's uh, the Moose Julian Spence. It, it's going to give me some guidance, hopefully. Um, but he also agrees. I think I text him to say that I thought a 10k was more sensible and I think he was a bit relieved to be honest um and I I suppose yeah yeah I mean I absolutely want him to to coach me but I don't feel like I'm going to be somebody who's like really needy or anything because I know like me he hasn't got a lot of time so yeah I just gonna do what he says for the next 12 weeks and see what happens um he explained kind of what the plan is and it's something like a one it's like a rolling three weeks but there's an emphasis on hilly long runs and yeah just and some hill reps in there as well so kind of return to fitness i, I think like because he coached uh, Couch the 5k go on say it but he coached ellie pashley from from coming back from giving birth to making the world champs cross country team. And I'm not saying that I've just given birth by any means. I'm not comparing my <laughs> not running to that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But he is saying you can go to world cross. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully it gives me that accountability and motivation to, to get back on it. Um, no, uh, it, it will not. Hopefully oh, yeah, it, will. it will give you that accountability. Yeah. And uh, I, I am absolutely paying money my hard-earned cash to make myself accountable um, good there's nothing yeah yeah one, one further question aaron mm -hmm. on the 3k time trial mm -hmm. are you going to go on the track and do it no where are you doing it Road. don't say the so, fucking um, cricket pitch <laughs> so so rose is allowed to be with the wind, I'm allowed to make it as fast as possible, just not massive 
no massive drop in elevation. I remember the last time I did a 3K rep with you with the wind. Yeah, but it's not... And I could, I could have stopped running and would have run seven and a half minutes. I'm not driving all the way out there to do it. Um, so I think it's, it's more just a test to see where I'm at from a... Because I, I agree, when you give somebody... You want to know where somebody is fitness-wise and they're not fit. You give them a 5K and it's a little bit too far. They often blow up. Um, and you don't really then get the the gauge of where they're really at, truly. So I think I will be all right, but I haven't done any fast running in nearly two months now. So it's I wanted to do a session today, but that failed because I'm on a call with you boys instead. So where else would I rather be? Anyway, I, I'm hopeful we'll start seeing some some mileage back in the weeks. And... And yeah, the cricket pitch will be back in April. Right. Strava leaderboard. Josh? Uh, I don't have it because I'm on my phone. Do you know what? You wanted a bit more freedom on this show and you give me absolutely nothing. The, the, um, yeah, the problem is because I, I don't have my laptop here, It's quite I can't do it. You don't have your laptop? So how are you working? Oh, I've got my work laptop. Well... I've got it. I've got it all. Do you want me to do it? What about the leaderboard? (laughs) All right. Yeah, you you talk through this. Go for it, Shane. All right. I'm going to butcher this, but uh, top was Jasper the Flash McDowell. 174 miles. Uh, Jake Barraclough in second with 150. And Phil Sesman clinching the podium with 130.3 miles. Uh, strong 100 miles was top 15 and 15th was Brady Josh what was your average pace for the week because it's cut it off on mine uh, I think it was 554s for how many miles uh, like 92 madness that mate absolute madness um, <laughs> I did, there's, a, there's another notable entrant on this I don't know if you know who it is, Shane. Um, let me go back to distance. On fifth the, on place, this, fifth on place. This. Thomas DeCanto. DeCanto. I did see that, actually. I was listening the other day. He was on Inside Running. He's he's going for 208 in Tokyo. Not Tokyo. One of the Japan, Japanese races. Well, all right. 208. He ran 211, did he? 211 in Valencia? I don't know. Phil, but... Ses- Phil Sesman did it. It's possible. 6.53 average, like that. But one quick comment on Tommy DeCanto. So I was listening to his training week, and he jogs, Josh. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but he jogs. Do you know what his heart rate was for his easy run? Go on. He averaged 112. <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> that That is like morning run territory, that. What? I can think of other activities I can probably get my heart rate higher than that. Yeah, watching videos that you've been talking about all afternoon. Um, oh, it was sky high. Uh, on the women, uh, I think yeah. Anya Culling was top. 100 miles and 0. 0.7. Uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty impressive. S- Sally O'Gorman, 93 miles. 
and I can't find third place. Strava's very sexist. It doesn't let you have a women's category. I know. You'd think that they'd have made that by now, wouldn't you? So... Well, you wouldn't need you wouldn't need it if the women ran as many miles as the men. <laughs> Probably gonna get cancelled for that. Gosh, is getting cancelled. Yeah. See, <laughs> see you later. Um. Yeah, I can't find third. Okay. I'm at seventy five. My Haley Green at seventy four point nine. But I mean, I could be way off here. We need Josh Lund back on the leaderboard. The the problem is I can't sit in the living room because Josh Griffiths is here at the moment. I don't know. Whatever I do, he'll try and prank me in some capacity. That's fine. We can handle that. Anyway, yeah, like, you might be able to. I can't. <laughs> uh, there's a leaderboard done. Well, I was just going to see if um if I had some listener questions from the other week, but it's taken ages to load at the moment, which is annoying me. Um. Give me a second. Let's just see on the sticker. I think I've got some. Right. Um, now, first of all, I asked for some suggestions for how we can improve the show. Zero interaction. Josh tripped over a girl on a speed bump. About 25 interactions. So, Josh, more of that content, please. I think that's the only way we can get some listener engagement. Um, what have we got here? From This is from the other week. Um, oh, here we go. Tommy Takano is doing Osaka, not Tokyo. I knew it was Japanese. Because somebody asked, did Josh enjoy his mention on the Inside Running Road to Osaka episode? My answer, I know the answer is Josh did, doesn't listen to anything. Yeah, I don't. I, the only thing really, do you know what? I've actually stopped listening to music on most of my runs. So occasionally, on Tuesday, I listen to some music. Lost that, my head. That tree so, day. Yeah, it was. So why so, I just quite like running. Just put my shoes on and go for a run. Just no real reason. I enjoy it. Okay. Interesting. Um I mean on that note. Oh Jesus. Basically. <laughs> what was Basically, that? Josh Griffiths was, and this is exactly why I can't go in that room. I was, <laughs> I was singing, and Josh Griffiths was videoing me and put it on Instagram. But I did the whole rap to "Baby" by Justin Bieber and Ludacris, and even the, the head nods what got me. So I'll put that as our no, no, with the show. Um, so I okay. nearly, I nearly turned my phone off and deleted Instagram. Yeah. Um, I was so embarrassed. Do you know what? I've now just forgotten that I was on the list of questions and gone off it. Um, <laughs> right, so the question was, if you want to increase your marathon time by a small amount, say 90 seconds, so this guy doesn't want big jumps, he just wants a small jump, what would you do? Increase mileage or pace? Well, I would say if you want to increase your time, I would eat more chocolate <laughs> okay, and just stop your... training. You want to take 90 seconds off your... Oh, so you want to decrease your time. Yeah. Sorry, ask me the question again. Like Mr. Accountant. If you want to de decrease your marathon time, yeah. like all amount, say 90 yeah. seconds, um, which is a minute 30 if you, if you need that, Josh, would you increase the mileage or the pace? Well, I, I mean, you could probably guess the answer to me. I would say pace. 
Well, I mean, there's no real reason why you can do both if you're sensible about it. It depends what, what you're doing both, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I If mean, you if you're taking like 30 seconds a mile off your pace, then that's too much. if you like But... Josh and you're doing ninety miles at five twenty five, then probably say you can't increase your pace much. Um I mean Shane, what do you think is the, the easiest way to take some time off your marathon PB? The answer is mileage. Correct. Million pounds. But I, I think you could probably do it in better ways. You could probably do the same mileage and just be more specificity. Um, I think the thing is, it depends who you are. Um, Calvin Kipton, if he wants to take 90 seconds, like, well, to fair, he'll just run faster because whenever he feels like it. But yeah, I think it depends on what you're doing and, and you know, has the marathon you want to take time off? Was that perfect? Um, because it might be quite hard to take 90 seconds off a perfect marathon if your next marathon is imperfect. Um, if you're running three times a week and you run five times a week, then you're going to take way more than 90 seconds off if you increase your mileage and don't get injured. The key thing is you're doing as much as you possibly can without doing any more than you need to. Um, Um, let me let me just phrase it slightly different for you. Is there like one thing that you do to a lot of your marathon runners that you see like continually doing to everybody? Is it something you're always telling them that that people should maybe incorporate in their weeks? Yeah, prioritize recovery. Hmm. Good. Basically, um, I think. I mean, well, short answer is no. I mean, some some people going into London this year are dropping their volume. Some people are increasing it. Um, uh, really, it's it's an individual context. Um, if you're not, I think you, you just have to look at what you're doing already. If you're doing a lot already, then I think I'll go back to what Josh says: do more with what you've got. Be more creative in training. If you are able to do marathon cycle after marathon cycle, then you can cycle. So one cycle might look different because you've done a marathon, it's worked. Next time you're in a better position to handle maybe faster running or more running or more hills or whatever. Just do more with something you're not doing, I think, is a better way to put it. Yeah. I am um, I think that I I see the biggest thing I see is is people if they want more performance is you have to I want to say prioritize running. Um and I don't mean it that it needs to be the, the most important thing in your day, but if you want to perform well, you can't just, you know, wake up, uh, you know, let's say you do in the morning, you can't just wake up at 6am, go straight out the door. You Do. can, you can, I can put it this way and don't take this one way, Aaron, but if you look at you, what, three years ago, four years ago, versus how you're running versus now, like you've got a family running isn't as much of a priority as it was three or four years ago. Yeah. And, and it, obviously that has a knock on impact. So I massively agree with that. I, I see the way that I can improve things is is to put my more priority to it. And I'm not saying to move it above like family or anything. I'm saying, you know, if I want to do a session, at least give myself an hour to after I wake up to to eat, to do some sort of pre activation stuff. You know, I'm not twenty anymore and most of our listeners aren't twenty. you can't 
just go out the door and knock out some 400 meter reps at your 5k pace it just doesn't happen you've got to you've got to get and same for the marathon long run right you can't just wake up on a sunday morning after being on the beers all night and knock out a 20 mile session it just so if you want if you want performance and most people do and you want that 90 seconds performance i think putting a little bit more priority on it will help yeah it's, um, a, it's that cliche statement how much do you want it but actually it's kind of true it is it is kind of true i i i think you've got to accept that there are more important things in life than running but you've also got to accept to some of us we put you know we put a lot on it so it is important to us it's part of who we are so why yeah you might as well spend some time on it. Um, news. London Cross Country was last weekend. So this this was apparently the brainchild of Eamon Martin, who won London Marathon in 1980. I could be wrong. 1990-something. 1991. Someone can Google that for me. Um, it's probably completely wrong. The same 91 to 93. Um, he, he'd created a, a short lap spectator friendly race originally it was going to be for the trial race for the world cross country that was meant to be in march but that got canned so it still went ahead but you know less less importance on it i suppose but there were two dominant victories josh you're looking concerned i think it was the trials it was no it's the trials for the world uni gate uni champs in the end i think i'm pretty sure if you read the selection policy for World Cross, the first place is automatic for World co- uh, World Cross. I thought World Cross isn't happening. Oh, is it not? I didn't know that. No, that's what I said. It's postponed, wasn't it? I'm now going to have to... No, it's in uh, Belgrade. Belgrade? Belgrade. It's Bel- Belgrade, that's what I said. Yeah, it's in Belgrade. Yeah, it's in Belgrade. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm right. It's on the it's on the tenth uh, of February. Yeah, in Belgrade. So it's too late for the trials. I oh, know. I think it was the trials. I'm so confused now. Why? So somebody... Liverpool was the first. Liverpool was had one place, and uh, that London cost had a, another place as well. Well, the report I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm reading gonna... off said it wasn't wasn't the trials. I'm just going to British Athletics now. Yeah, part of the as they sealed the place. So let me start this again. Just, just you can just say that I'm right. That's also fine. London Cross Country Champs. Um, I think Josh was right. Apparently, it was part of the trials for the World Cross Country Champs, which are in Belgrade. Where is that, Josh? Europe. <laughs> um, in on tenth of February, did I just read? Yeah, tenth of February. So, so the the race was um was designed to be spectator friendly. We had two dominant victories in the women's race. Abby Donnelly of Lincoln took the win in thirty thirty four thirty two. Um, she was thirty three seconds clear of Lauren McNeil and Neve Brown. Um. Shane, is Abby still training up at the track, Lincoln, or is she? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Lincoln Wellington doing anything for her? You're part of the committee, aren't you? Uh, yeah. You've got to uh, be promoting this, surely. You've got to... Well, the last... The last committee meeting, I was up all night doing a, doing my work, so... Useless. You're doing a disservice. Poor Abby Donnelly. She needs to join a better club. Um, On the men's side, if she needs to join a club, helps and Harry's are looking. On the men's side, Hugo Milner, he continued his excellent form this season. Um, he took the win ahead of Tom Evans and Mohamed Mohamed. I think there was just two seconds between Milner and Tom. When, it, when do you reckon team to announce? This week, Josh? Yeah, you would think so. Well, uh, yeah. If you bear with me, I'll read the, the policy selection policy. Okay. Um, well, you, I might need you. Uh, let's talk. Oh, and on that point, the European Championship selection policy has been announced yesterday. What What is that policy? Do you know? Oh, give me Give me a chance. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, well, you fancy you fancying you fancying the yeah, fairy tale? I, I like to have a little little dabble in it. Right, um, Santa Polar half. So, in the men, the men's race was won by. Why did I choose this name? And uh, Malak, and Malak Baleu in fifty nine fifty nine. So he just dipped the hour. Um, hope you got a nice little bonus for that. In Eighth place was Darry Griffiths in 64.15. Tenth uh, was Johnny Collier, 65.35. And there was also Andy Davies, 66.40. Josh Griffiths, 67.45. And some guy who paced the women. Um, in that wins race, it was won by... Is this the girl you paced, Josh? Yeah. What was her name? Oh, I have no idea. She didn't speak a word of English. Zoo the conversation was very short at the end, let's put it that way. Zoo de two Ad Adoraw. Adoraw. Yeah. Uh, she did the win six seven fifty-nine. Um from a British perspective, there was uh Natasha Wilson. Cockrum. She well. She's married now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um she ran seventy oh six. Is that close to a PB? Yeah, PB. It is a PB. Yeah, so PB by about thirty seconds. And a Welsh. I think she ran, ran a ten k PB as well on the way. Second fastest Welsh woman over the distance. Um, and any other Brits in that women's race? Not like. Uh no, I don't think in the women's. I would just like to point out in the men's results, Josh is quite lucky that that girl did fall over. Because we were catching him. And then she, he got a gap when she fell over and we started catching him again. Okay. Lucky boy. Um, on home soil, brass monkey half in in York. I mean, a lot of these races would surely be in effect by the wind. Um, in a men's race, Tommy Power. Isn't he? Isn't Tommy from Power? Did you watch Power? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Yeah, I watched it, yeah. I wonder if it's him. Um, he took the win in 66.58. Um, Mark Bostock, 67 flat. Chris Colson, 67.06. So quite a tight little race there. On the women's side, uh, Sarah Sarah Potter, who's the younger sister of 
I just had to check with it wasn't Beth Potter, but she's the sister of Beth Potter. She took the win in 72.33, which is a two-minute PB. Uh, Becky Briggs was second and Elliot Bell third. Brass Monkey, I just said Brass Monkey, Farnborough, Farnborough half, Chris Rainsford took the win in 67.43, Melissa Gibson 77.42. And then up in Newcastle, there was a, a fast 10k. Um, I think the win went to Cameron Allen, who just outkicked Callum Johnson in 29 29. Um, and Jasmine Wood took the win on the women's side in 33 37. She was like a minute clear. He's um, a listener, I think, as well. So, yeah. I believe so. So, um, I, I actually managed to catch the sort of last 10 minutes of this race. Newcastle. Uh, yeah, so it was one of those run-through events, wasn't it? But you might know more, Aaron. They, the commentators were talking a lot about points. Yeah, so they're so, having it as yeah. a bit like a series. Yeah, like, there's quite a lot of prize money. So there's... I can't remember if it's on my head, but you basically get points and there's... A, yeah, it's a series, effectively, and there's decent prize money throughout. So I think Chris Parr's doing a lot of um, sort of work with it. What's What races are on that calendar, then? Okay, so there's one per month. Newcastle, Warwick Half, Warwick Half. I don't know. I'm going to butcher the name of this. Nantwich, Nantwich, ten k. You've never heard of that. Battersea five k, Antry five k, Jubilee ten k, Battersea five k, uh, Keyside five k, Warrington ten k, Jarrow ten k, Battersea half, Ribble Valley ten k. There you go. You get two hundred pounds if it's a UK leading time at the time of the event. Course record is two hundred pounds. Uh, run through record five hundred pound. And I'll tell you, some of them could definitely. The half could definitely go there. Uh, and all races under a certain qualifying time are time bonused, along with a win for the overall series and event. You also get hotel and travel, uh, depending on your time. Uh, yeah, that is probably what. Everything on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, can we just go back a second to World Cross? So World Cross, I've been doing some research while she was talking. World Cross is actually on the 30th of March in Belgrade. The selection, there's another selection race, uh, which is inter-counties. Then the team will be announced on the 13th of March. For the thirtieth, there you go. Good information, Joshua. Um, Thanks. Right, that's about everything I've got, boys. Uh, what is happening in your life next week, Josh? Um, I think I'm on my own after Josh goes home on Sunday, so I'm going to be bored out my brains. Um, I would, I normally I've got quite a good routine first thing in the morning, which he's less impressed about. But I normally get up at about half seven and. If the washing up's not been done for the night before, I'll do the washing up. If not, I'll put it away. But his bed is next to the kitchen. So every morning it wakes him up. And he normally gets up about half nine, probably at the earliest, I would say. So he's normally quite livid by that point. If he's not up by nine, I like to go and wake him up as well because um, I get a bit bored. And he also doesn't doesn't enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be quite bored. Do you know what? One thing I would say about Joshua it is he is a very tidy person i think well tidy he um yeah he 
it's not like some people you share camps with, not naming any names, but Shane, you would have been on the same camps with him or, um, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, got some, got some respect about him as, as young Joshua. Shane, what are you up to next week? Well, I've just bought a universal remote control. Right. What does that do? It changes everything. Like what? It's universal. It's a joke. You ruined it. That's off um, dad's jokes for 100%. That's actually come from Dan Farmer, who's in our Doddington Park Run uh, group. Loves a one-liner. Or joke, dad joke. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. What am I doing this week? Um, I'm, I've done some running, uh, so I'll do more of that. Uh, that's about it. What are you up to, Aaron? Um, so, three K time trial. Yeah, I've got three K time trial. I'm excited. Been... What 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 do we think you're going to run? Like Shane, if a break ten, it'd be impressive. Surely you can run faster than that. What's your I... shoe of choice? What shoe of choice? I'd probably put Vaporfly three on. Okay, I think. Um, what do you reckon? I reckon more. Oh, I I want to say nine twenty-five. I I had in my head nine thirty. Yeah, I think that's what I'd, I'd like to be able to dip it a little bit, but it's gonna be a stretch. I mean, look, I was looking at this six seven weeks ago. I was in good shape, so. Can't have lost that much fitness, can I? Anyway, I'll tell you on Saturday. <laughs> what else are we doing? Um, well, Jenny's doing a lot of DIY. She's um, building building a media wall this week um, or next week. So I've just bought lots of MDF, and yeah, she's doing the whole thing. So as I told Josh, I got quoted for this wall seven point eight thousand pounds, seven point eight k. That's terrific. We need to we need to put some more effort into organising our podcast. So I might do some of that. Try and get this interview across the line. Yeah, I should should hopefully have a guest lined up if we don't ignore them again. Yeah, we'll try not to, but I can't make any promises. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Sound infused. Right, boys, we'll speak again next week. Bye. Oh